It's so good to worship our Lord together. You know, it is um, our nature that we only start to value something or see when we lose it or when we realize that we lost and we we can't have something. And I'm asking God that he gives me wisdom to value and appreciate what we have now and here. Um, to look into this moment and what's there to come and to value the ability that we can gather here we can uh, have this amazing communion communication that we can read freely from the word of God know our God um, And we are blessed uh, that we have this freedom um, in this country to gather, to worship God, and we don't have to be afraid, hide. We have a building where to ha gather. And some of us are here um, from the beginning of this church. I think we have this building since 2000. 15 but I remember in the beginning um, every Sunday we had to I think we were renting uh, we were renting a place so we had to come really really early to bring all the equipment, all the things that the church will need for service, all the ministries, um, let's say children's ministry, bring all their toys and games. And we were grateful. We were happy that we had a place to gather And today we have more. But I'm asking you not to take everything for granted. So when we become, we lose this good habit and gratefulness that we have this place. When we think, oh, today I'm going to skip. Today I have other plans to go shopping, to watch that new movie that came out or meet some people. So while we have time, let's appreciate it and be here and be grateful today for what we have, for what we have given by mercy, by grace of God. It's very important to walk into this habit, into this discipline, but with gratefulness 
and it's the first Sunday for me when I'm back this year and I will talk what I believe God is encouraging us to do and not abandon this year. And I believe in breakthroughs, breakthroughs in our lives, our families, our children's lives, our community. I believe we will see breakthroughs this year. I'm not saying that everything will be ha how you want, whatever you desire. But what God has foreseen, what God has prepared for us, He will guide and walk us into. And I don't know, but I want to be there. I want to participate and be a be there when that happens and when the year the the year comes to an end when i give my words when i give my conclusions of the year when i told you last year in the end i said we can be so grateful and what is our joy is that you gave, you maintained and kept the faith that 25 years, however, how many years you're walking with God, rejoice that you kept the faith and that you're, you're still here and you still believe that nobody deceived you. Nothing take, took you away from God. Let's read from Matthew chapter 7. But I want to read this and then keep coming back to this passage throughout the year that it can be as a reminder, uh, awakening that doesn't allow us to lose loosen our belts and call be call, have this understanding that we can relax we read from verse 13 you can enter god's kingdom only through the narrow gate the highway to hell is broad and its gate is wide for many who many who choose that way but the gateway to life is they're very narrow and the road is difficult and only if you've ever find it beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep but are very vicious vicious wolves you can identify them by their fruit that is how they act can you pick grapes from thorn bush bushes or figs from thistles? Good tree produces good fruit and bad tree produces bad fruit. 
A good tree can't produce bad fruit, and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. So every tree that does not produce good fruit is chopped down and thrown into fire. Yes, just as you can identify a tree by its fruit, so can you identify people by their actions. Not everyone he calls out me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. On judgment, many will say to me, on judgment day, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and performed many miracles in your name. But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me. You who break God's laws. I want to uh, highlight the verses um, when Jesus says, Not everyone who calls on me, Lord, Lord. Um, and I'm sure Jesus talks about his followers the believers not someone from the world not someone from other religions other faiths but he's calling out those who follow him who even do all these works and miracles um, casting out demons prophesy they know about God and we can see how many we have of these preachers online all these uh, ministries I want to warn those who follow these so-called miracles um, signs of uh, signs and wonders Today, we can see miracles, um, and it can really look like real uh, God's work, where the Holy Spirit is in, in action, is doing the works. But Jesus warns us, um, warns that signs, miracles, wonders, it's not the sign that a person truly obeys God, but we will know them by the fruit. Uh, we will know what, what kind of fruit they bear. Um, sometimes people's, people are very gifted, very um, good orators, speakers. And they can look that they have this godly image from um, outside. But God is really, uh, he wants our uh, fruit, our good works that come from, he wants our fruit and our sanctification, our, when we, uh, become perfected 
um, when we learn from Him, when we remain in the Word of God, and in the Bible, it's it says the Spirit fruit is love. Patience, uh, strength, discipline, and when we, and then the opposite, it says uh, the bad fruit is all sorts of evil works and fornication and conflicts, anger. Is that love for Jesus is changing us? Can we see progress? Can we see change in our hearts and our lives? Um, so let's look into these signs of our faith and love for God, but not from some kind of e external um, appearances whether we go to church or not, whether we mi do ministries or don't, but, or how um, we express our faith. We may look really uh, devoted, really passionate for God, but God sees if we really truly follow and obey Him, if we truly listen to His word, and follow his will. Whose uh, will are you following? Are you coming to God and saying, it must be, something must be this way, or I'm out. We feel like everything has to be according to us only. and Or are we willing to say, God, I'd like it to be this way, but may your will be done. And I want to express how important it is for our souls to be in good position that may your will be done, God, not mine, but your will be done, God. Um, we were away for holiday, and I was walking with my lit my most my youngest son, and my son asked me, "How do you know when you're saved? How do I know that you are you belong to Jesus?" And I thought, well, that's a very difficult, but easy and difficult at the same time in him he uh, has faith in God and I know he prayed these prayers he and I wanted to say yes it's by faith it's when confessing Jesus as your Lord and Savior it's only through Jesus Christ dying and um, 
sacrificing himself for us. But is it only that? And I told him, I, I told him that even though Jesus fully paid the price for you, so you can be justified, that we couldn't do anything to redeem ourselves. No amount of work could save us. No amount of works or good deeds or prayers, <laughs> repentances. Not how many times we pray or confess Jesus. And even though God accepts us because of His grace and mercy, because of His love. And when we come to God and say, thank you for that I, I repent for my sins, for what I've done, and I believe that Jesus died for my sins, for my sins, for my salvation. But there has to be when we also take that cross and follow God, we die to our own old sinful fleshly nature. It's not only that we accept and believe in sacrifice of Jesus and what it's done for us but it's when we exchange with God and we say you gave me this much what can I give for you I want to live for you now not for myself not follow my own will but I want for you God I want to live for you and now I want to listen to your voice and obey you. Um, as a gratitude, obedience, I want to do, I want to follow you, God. And We were the first ones, the first generation in church. When we started, we didn't see any uh, example from our parents going to church. Or, But we, we were not born into this environment. But I remember God was... Um, I know that my children, our children were born into this environment already where they grew up seeing us going to church. We took them with us and it's easy for them to cover, cover up with these habits that coming to church 
performing everything what's uh, accepted. They know the Bible by heart. They know the lyrics of the songs. And it's easy to cover with this holy appearance. But when they, they all individually have to come to the point where they say, I don't want to live according to my own understanding, following my will and my desires. But I want to give my life to you, God, that you come and you're in you're in, in control, you guide me and I listen to your voice and I don't want to live without you. And please God live through me, live in me. And how do I understand this will of God? It's not a game, it's not it's not only coming to church regularly on a regular basis. Um, it's every day, every second living the will of God. And who can tell me what is that will of God? What does it mean? In John 15, 1 4, it says, Jesus said, I am the true grapevine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit, and he prunes the branches that do not bear fruit, so they will produce even more. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine, and you are the branches. Those who remain in me, and I in them, will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you cannot do nothing. You can't do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. It's um, more of it is more of this is mentioned, but. I want to sum up that if you want to bear the fruit, Jesus says it's only possible if you re remain in him. It's not like these self-help uh, practices where you have to manifest, think uh, in your mind, and then it will become like a material reality. It's not like we can somehow think it magically. God says, you have to physically, you have to remain in me. Um, 
these um, desires uh, that God has given in our hearts, He has put that in our minds, these desires. God says, ask whatever you want and it will be granted if you remain in me and if you obey me. And God says that if this word remains in you, I, I remain in you and you remain in me, you will see that you will be able to to do the will of God. With us, it's so easy to walk away from this. You miss a few, skip a few days of your time with God, with reading His Word, with spending time in prayer. It's just easy to be overtaken by other thoughts, other ideas. And this reading, meditation on the Word of God has to be constant, uninterrupted habit we have in life. I believe God wants me to mention three spiritual disciplines that we do if we've practiced them every single morning, every single day, I guarantee that God's will will manifest for your life. You will see clearly His will. You will understand what to do. Um, so one is staying in God's Word, meditating, thinking, um reading secondly prayer third let's start and do more and more of fasting let's keep going with fasting um, let's not lose this practice and I know many people feel like oh I read the Bible once I already know what's written there. Um, so if you, you feel like you have to look for other sources or that you have heard so much and you already know everything, so no need for you to listen or hear the word of God. For men, for example, they know a lot. If you want to build a muscle, strengthen, it's not that, you know, you have to do certain uh, exercises and do it on a regular basis. Um, not sitting down on the couch and just believing You just have to really believe. You know it's not working like this. Um, just don't doubt. Just keep faith and it will manifest. It will happen. And as much as it sounds funny and ridiculous, um, we a lot of times transfer this practice into the spiritual world. Um 
we know, we think, oh, everything will be fine. Whenever the difficulties come, I'll just believe, I'll just have faith, and I'll go through. Nothing will happen to me. I'll just say a little prayer and everything's going to be sorted. Um, but the Bible is teaching us to be disciplined, to be trained, to have the to um, remain in spiritual um, exercise. So um, this faith is leading us into the into certain actions and practices. Um, spiritual practices. Mm. These spiritual disciplines are a necessity um, that the Bible talked about that we have to follow and do in order str to strengthen our spirits to become trained and spiritually, physically <laughs> strong and ready to stand any trial when it comes these storms these trials and um, we listen to a lot of teachers but there are so many false ones and especially these prophets that talk about Oh, this, the world is coming to an end. Let's get ready. Let's gather uh, conserves. And, um, they feed themselves with these fears and some kind of ideas about uh, strange teachings and we put all of our concentration, our vision on them, and we take away our time, our our time, what we do. We take away from what's the most important is to remain in God, to remain in prayer, in word of God, um, building the strength, the inner strength, uh, fasting, when we want to humble down before God, when we want to uh, fight that fleshly nature and let the spiritual nature overtake and be in control. Um, when we read the words, when we remain in the word, um, the Bible says we have to be open and honest. Let's be honest. If we truly agree, if we truly believe what is written there, um, if we truly accept and act based on what we read. When we read, do we take action? Do we put what we read in action? Um, 
It is the journey of the whole of life, and it's not only enough to listen to the sermons, to listen to as many as you can, and that it's enough to sustain and keep you going, to face difficult challenges. But we must remain in reading the Word of God for ourselves, process what's written there. For example, I, we sit at home and some kind of thoughts come, some lies approach us that, oh, I'm not loved, I'm not appreciated, I'm not needed, nobody called me, this person didn't call me to say Merry Christmas. And we allow these thoughts to come to our mind and overtake. We meditate on them for hour, a day, or even a week. And then you're surprised that you fall into sadness, depression, and you can then later come to church and you can be convinced that you're in the will of God, that you're, you're a good Christian who follows the will of God. Um, what to do when these thoughts come from hell that I am not needed, I'm not, I'm not appreciated. You have uh, this practice of, um, this practice I want to encourage you to use um, to track and test every thought that comes to your mind whenever something arises in your head ask is this thought from the Bible is that what God says about me is that how God sees me is that what he wants for me um, it is this discipline to take every thought captive and as the word of God says I am I am a beloved child of God. God wanted me to be here. Maybe my parents didn't plan, but God planned that I'm born. Um, he wanted me here. I'm needed and he chose me. You see, when we talk the truth, that's in the Bible, in the word of God. All these lies, they just fall, they shatter, they run away from us immediately. And, uh, for example, we receive some kind of bills, charges, and we start to think logically, how am I going to live? How I'm going to manage to cover these bills? What, what if I'm 
what if I'm losing my job? What if circumstances change and I'm in debt? Um, and we start to create and build these visions, these uh, we start to imagine negative scenarios and then we get prompted some conclusions, some solutions that could be sinful or of bad nature. Maybe we already start scheming how we're going to uh, how are we going to uh, remove or hide certain um, finances? But God is teaching us to bring every burden, every um, worry and anxiety we cast on Him and we throw on Him. We bring it to His feet and we say, God, I give it to you. I don't know what to do, but I choose not to worry and I choose to give it to you and listen to your guidance, to listen to your suggestions, your your advice, your word, how you're leading and guiding me. But you know, that's what we practically need to do and how we truly show that we trust in God and we want to do His will, not only proclaiming it with our lips, by songs, by prayers, when we say, God, yes, I want to follow you, I want to do your will. But whenever the first circumstance, situation comes, we so quickly deny our words And we fall for some lives. The Bible teaches us to test every thought, every mindset. My thinking, is it, is it aligned with the Word of God? Is it the truth? Or... Or was I deceived? Was I tricked into thinking something? You know, for example, as well, when someone hurts you, someone mistreats you in work, and we feel, think, okay, if you treat me like this, wait to see what I'm gonna do. I'm going to show you my justice. Um, we had this 30 seconds when we can still think and allow thoughts to come into my mind and choose which way we will go. Um, We can start scheming, planning uh, our next steps. And let's think, is my plan, is my further action something that Jesus taught? Is, how, is that how Jesus taught us to react 
to respond to injustices in our life, we think so many times our actions come from something we learned or we have been taught by the worldly worldly mindset, world's justice system, understanding. Um, that's why it's so important to guard our hearts, our minds, and remain in these spiritual practices, um, disciplines. So when these trials come, when we feel like someone mistreated us, um, so we have the right words, the right, uh, we're able to hear God's voice and God's guidance and what to do, what actions to take in these situations. Bible teaches us to pray in all sorts of prayers. Um, prayers of gratefulness, giving thanks, praising God. Um, when Also when we come to um, carry others, people's burdens, and we fight for them, we we support them in prayer we fight for them um, when we come just to just to be close to God just to stand before him just to sit at his feet and experience and feel his presence um, when he just invites us to be with him when we quiet our voice so we can hear his and also this year I want to walk more into fasting so we understand more of what it is and what it does to us how important it is um, we will have the common community fasting when we do it all together but you can also walk into your personal fasting when God is encouraging you I heard one testimony when one brother decided to join his wife and uh, abstain from sweets um, this uh, uh, addiction to sugar is really a thing it's really affecting us and working on our brain um, we get used to it so quickly to be dependent on it and but he decided to still follow the fasting um when the fasting finished, they said, you know what, I'm not even controlled by that anymore. I'm not even desiring the thing. I don't have the desire for sweets anymore. I heard another story when um, there was another fasting, 
from sugar, but the man was also had a habit of smoking. He did it since uh, 15, and it was <laughs> like a big part of his life. But then he said, I heard God's voice after 21 days. He said, I liberated you from sugar, from this addiction. The same power can also set you free from nicotine, from uh, smoking. Um, so I want to encourage us to do what we can, what we understand, what God taught us. These practices, disciplines, uh, we will do our part and God will do His. We will do what we understand and God will do much more. God will do unimaginable things beyond our understanding. I don't know what you wanted to hear, what you expected to hear, but I know this is what you needed to hear. And also to stand with one another, strengthen one another. And we will walk this year victoriously together by remaining together.